You're listening to KEXP. It's 90.3 FM right here in Seattle Worldwide, KEXP.org. Very excited to have Natalie Prass in studio playing some songs for us.
It's Natalie Press here on KEXP. It's 90.3 FM, sounding great. Welcome back to Seattle. Thanks for being here. Thank you. We're so excited to be here. Yes, very happy to have you in. Um, I was reading just before this that you used to run a dog clothing business. Uh, (laughs) And if you ever decide to relocate to Seattle, I think you would make an absolute killing with that business here. Okay, well, we have absolutely fallen in love with Seattle, so who knows? I was just curious, how long did you run that business? Um, almost two years. And you're doing that concurrently with the music? Yes, but that was a time when I was like, maybe I'm, maybe I'm not going to be a musician because I was in Nashville and just doing that whole, you know, struggle, like competing the late with 20s, everybody else that lives there. The late 20s struggle. <laughs> mm, totally. Yeah, I was like 27. Yeah, so that's... I was like, maybe I'll try something different, something tangible, like making something with your hands and selling it and getting money and, you know, like writing music, you're just doing it and maybe money will come in, but it probably won't, <laughs> you know? <laughs> you know There's so I mean? many things. Yeah. 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 Right. What's the pressure like being uh, a musician in Nashville? Is it energizing or is it like a it's constant <clears throat> strain yeah. of things going on? Yeah. It's both totally inspiring. And then it also it can be kind of crushing because you know, you're always, I guess maybe even when you're like in your 20s and you're just comparing yourself to others constantly. You know, now I'm in my 30s and I feel like I'm getting better at that, you know. But, um, yeah, when I was there, <clears throat> I started to like not leave my attic space. That was like my recording studio because <laughs> I was just like, I don't know. I, there's just too many people that are doing the same exact thing and it gets a little exhausting. But it also taught me how to work really hard and if I'm really cut out for it or not, you know, because, uh, yeah, you just learn very quickly if it's the right thing for you because it's a weird job. <laughs> and you're based in uh, Richmond now? Mm-hmm, yeah, Richmond, Virginia. And actually you have a, a connection to a friend of ours at KXP who's performed here, Matthew E. White. Oh, yes, He's yes. played... For us, I think it was back in 2015. <laughs> mm-hmm. Alan, you were on that session, right? Yeah, I was. Yeah. 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 When it was the old studio. It was awesome. Very cozy. Yeah, we're a little spread out now. Yeah, we can really <laughs> spread our legs creatively, <laughs> physically. I'm going to do the next song like this. Yeah. <laughs> Please explore every corner of the room. I was also wondering, uh, too, because you worked uh, very closely with him on this new record. Mm-hmm. Um, what was it like, A, working with someone who was such a close friend. You've known each other, what, since childhood, essentially? Yeah, well, since we were teenagers, we competed against one another in a battle of the bands when I was... Wait, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I met him when I was 14. Wait, who won the battle of the bands? Neither of our bands, oh. which is really good. <laughs> but I remember he was dressed like a hippie, and then I was wearing a Sid Vicious t-shirt. Really? <laughs> so it started from that, then? Mm-hmm. So I was wondering what it was like, A, working with a close friend, and then... Uh, maybe bouncing ideas back and forth in terms of songwriting on that record. It's the best. Uh, I mean, that's how I prefer it. I like working with my friends, especially if my friends are really talented, you know, and I can, like, trust them to do great work. I mean, Matt, you know, Matt, um, we have a really uh, special relationship because there's no weirdness between us, and it's kind of like a brother-sister thing. Like, if he doesn't like my opinion he'll tell me and it's not weird and then vice versa and that's really a healthy kind of dynamic to have in the studio because most of the time we agree but we definitely fight on some things not fight but talk it out yeah 
Yeah, it's pretty cool, the the little scene that's developed around that Space Bomb Studios. Yeah, for sure. Um, it's <clears> it's really unique. A lot of talented people that's come out of Virginia and Richmond. And I know. Virginia Beach, I think, where you grew up mm-hmm. as yeah. well. Yeah, I grew up with, um, that's what was like the height of like uh, Timbaland and Missy Elliott and Pharrell. And that's when I was growing up in Virginia Beach, they were like the big, they're all from that area. So, yeah. And Lil Tracy now, too. There's yeah. a little, another Seattle connection there. I know. It's, there's so many. It's, it's really cool. Yeah. And uh, I, I didn't realize as well, so for the second record uh, that you put out earlier this summer, uh, The Future and The Past, mm-hmm. uh, you ended up scrapping a lot of those songs just at the tail end of 2016. Mm-hmm. I was wondering what the process was like to essentially restart and get back into the studio under mm-hmm. this whole new social and political climate. Yeah. Uh, it was kind of hard because I had a lot of people that I needed to convince that it was the right move, but it was, I, there was no stopping me. Like I was going to do it regardless if they said no, you know, um, I would have found a way to record it anyway. Um, but, uh, it just felt like something I had to do at the time. And plus it was something that I really needed for myself. I would have been very upset with myself looking back at that time if I didn't take advantage of working it out and talking about it and putting it into my album because I strongly believe that albums were supposed to be time capsule time capsules you know and um yeah I'm really really happy I did it and um yeah I wouldn't have changed it at all and now that you're touring with those songs do you feel more engaged than ever does it feel like a weight or how's it been how's it been on the road since you've been touring like really extensively since the records come out Mm mm-hmm feels good and like the songs are really fun to play live um you know I dug in a little deeper into some like groovier kind of arrangements and the band is so good and so much fun to play with and it's every night it's just a little different and um it seems like the audience is really loving it too everybody's dancing which is really fun that didn't really happen on my last record cycle (laughs) so yeah I'm really having a lot of fun uh, singing it and, it's, and it is very therapeutic we have this song called sisters that's um probably the most political song on the record and i love like when all the guys are singing along too it's a very like female uh the subject is very the female perspective but it's i just love that everybody's really into that song and it's really cool yeah and then uh, i've noticed you've done a lot of cool covers as well uh <laughs> Nita Baker, Paul Simon, mm-hmm. there's a Grimes cover. I think there's a Janet Jackson in one mm-hmm. as well. I was wondering what, in a song, what draws you to a song that would make you want to cover it in particular? Well, I'm a sucker for really good melodies. Um, I mean, yeah, and then also just I'm a huge fan of all those artists, so, yeah. Any uh, Any covers you'll be performing on this tour? Well, tonight we have to perform a pre... Oops, I can't say that, can I? <laughs> there will be a tonight for who's ever watching this. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, we're going to be doing a prefab sprout cover. Oh, I love that guy. Yeah. yeah. Um, we're doing the song Wild Horses. Yeah, that's a great song. Yeah, it's um, a lot of fun to play. So. Have you ever, I can't remember the name of the song, but um, it's a music video where they're just like jumping in a pool and it's like really ridiculous. That sounds amazing, but no, oh, I haven't man. seen it. Okay. Well, I love this simple gonna look videos daft like now. that. Yeah. <laughs> And then uh, my last question, uh, when can we expect a reunion with your first band, Foolish Pleasure? Oh, no. 
answer. I couldn't help that one. <laughs> did you listen to the Talk did, House podcast? I did listen to that one. <laughs> oh, God. That was like a surprisingly, what were you, like eight years old? This was my, this was my girl group that I put mm-hmm. together in elementary school. <laughs> and um, this awful. Um, yeah, it was like my fourth grade girl group. It was three of us, the girls that lived on my cul-de-sac. And uh, my family, we used to stay at a beach house. Like, we would vacation in Virginia Beach, like, at a beach house. So you would take a holiday in, in the town In the same you're, city okay. we lived in. <laughs> really going far afield there. Every single year that was, like, our vacation, which is, like, driving, like, 20 minutes. <laughs> um, but the beach house that we stayed at most often was called Foolish Pleasure, and it was in this, like, 70s bubbly font and I thought it just looked so cool and I had no idea like what that meant I just thought it looked cool together so it's awful like I don't know why my parents didn't like talk me out of it but I used to make do you remember kid pics oh it was like this uh pc um like art uh software for kids so I'd make flyers and print them out and then put them in all my neighbor's mailboxes and we had a show every year like three years we like would perform all of the songs we'd written and wear matching outfits not much has changed yeah make all my band my band wears matching outfits and yeah we would make like hot dogs and yeah starting out early i i kind of like the name i don't know i don't think it's that embarrassing (laughs) for like maybe for a seven-year-old it's a little mature seven-year-old girls yeah Yeah. (laughs) maybe it's much for that right we'd all be wearing our matching limited two outfits Mm-hmm. It's very fun times. Summer days. Yeah. I know. Mm-hmm. Well, we want to thank you so much for coming in. Uh, the second record came out not too long ago. It's called The Future and the Past. And you're going to play a couple more songs for us. And we're just thrilled you're here. It's Natalie Prass here on KEXP. It's 90.3 FM. Turn up the fader. It's like a lightning bolt. We can't be saved. So now I'm listening on my Once there was a time when you and me hypnotized You realized that your fingerprints were on my bones I kept falling into every lie Getting pulled right back when I said goodbye
It's Natalie Pass performing here with Music Matters 90.3 FM, KEXP in Seattle Worldwide, KEXP.org.